Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we're dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our honor roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now. Welcome to Episode 7 of Disney Honor Roll. Original release date, February 3rd, 2021. Today, we will be grading Test Track, but first, it's time for our morning announcements. February, of course, is Black History Month, and Disney has decided to celebrate that this year. They now have The Soul of Jazz, an American adventure, which opened on February 1st. It has artifacts from jazz musicians and highlights the evolution of jazz around the country. This is so great. I took a history of jazz class in college, and it was just so long ago that I don't really remember anything. Maybe seeing this exhibit will jog my memory and just allow me to remember those great music pieces that we listened to. I really hope this sticks around for a while. As do I. It sounds like a really cool experience. And I love that they're incorporating the movie Soul into this. Yeah, of course. How could they not? It's the perfect way to incorporate it. They also have Celebrate Soulfully at Disney Springs, which includes jazz performances, new art, special menus, Motown Mondays, Jazz Thursdays, and Smooth Sundays. I love the alliteration. I know. How could we not? So as you probably know, this Sunday is the Super Bowl. Woohoo! Sharon, let me ask you a question. Do you know the history of the phrase, I'm going to Disney World? Tell me, Mrs. Robel, tell me. So I read about it on ABC News' website. Michael Eisner wrote a book in 1998. It was his memoir. Mm -hmm. And he wrote about how the phrase came to be about. In 1987, he was having dinner with Dick Rutan and Jenna Yeager. And these are the first two people to fly around the world without stopping. Oh, cool. So while he was having dinner with them, he asked them this question. Well, now that you've accomplished the pinnacle of your aspirations, what could you possibly do next? And Dick replied, I'm going to Disneyland. And Michael Eisner's wife, who was with them, said that was such a good slogan. So they came up with this idea for that Super Bowl to offer both quarterbacks of the teams that were playing $75,000 to say the phrase as they were leaving the field. <laughs> of course, Sharon, your Giants won. Oh, yeah. Go Giants. And the quarterback, <laughs> Phil Sims, said, I'm going to Disney World, and the rest is history. Look at Phil Sims starting it all. Really not, but that's all right. For $75,000, I would have done it. Uh, I would do it for free. <laughs> I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, they fly them to the parade the next day, which is incredible. That's just so cool. We saw a post from somebody in one of the Disney groups that we are in that said that they booked a last-minute trip just in case their team won. So we thought that was some pretty good dedication there. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now it's time for our progress reports. You may already know that they have announced some renovations coming up for the Jungle Cruise. A lot of people were speculating that this had to do with the movie that's coming out this summer and they were a little worried about what was going to happen to this classic ride. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney Imagineering's Executive Creative Development and Inclusion Strategies, Carmen Smith, said, 
As Imagineers, it is our responsibility to ensure experiences we create and stories we share reflect the voices and perspectives of the world around us. With Jungle Cruise, we're bringing to life more of what people love, the humor and wit of our incredible skippers while making needed updates. I think this is really great. People are very sensitive to these kinds of subjects. And I know that the indigenous people in the ride could be considered offensive to some. So why not just take the change and make it better for everyone? As long as they keep the backside of water, I'll be happy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that they will keep all of the cheesy dad jokes for you. They better. (laughs) (laughs) Our next progress report is that the M&M store has now opened in Disney Springs. It opened on January 30th in the Disney Springs West Side area where Disney Quest and Cirque du Soleil's La Nuba used to be. I can't wait to go here because they have exclusive Mickey and Minnie M&Ms. I cannot wait either. I love the M&M store in Times Square, and I just can't wait to see what they do with Disney and M&Ms together. Same. You know, when I was a little girl, the do you remember when the blue M&M came out? Yes. Okay. It was a, this huge thing, if you don't remember. Of course. Where they had this whole voting for what color would be added to the M&Ms. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom had recently been on a kick to get me to try something new every night for dinner because I was a very, very, very picky child. (laughs) And I came home that day and I told her that I did try something new. And she was all, oh, oh, wow. Okay, great. What did you try? And then I told her that it was a blue (laughs) M&M. So mom, I'm going to try the Mickey and Minnie M&M for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. (laughs) I think it would be cute if the M&Ms were the actual shape of Mickey and Minnie, but I don't think that's going to happen. That would be pretty wonderful. I'm sure that would require extra machinery that they just don't have. I suppose. Now it is time for our report card. This week, like we said, we are grading Test Track. Test Track is in Epcot in Future World East, and that will soon be renamed to World Discovery. Always changing, always evolving. Test Track replaced the World of Motion ride, which was open from the park's opening in 1982 until it closed in 1996 to make way for the curtain ride. I have absolutely no memory of the World of Motion ride. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I was on it, but me neither. Oh, well. (laughs) It was originally supposed to open in the spring of 1997, but due to problems during testing and changes in the design, there was a long delay. The attraction soft opened to the public on December 19, 1998, and the ride opened on March 17, 1999. Luck of the Irish there. But that's the longest delay for a ride in Disney history. That's about two years of a delay, so that's pretty significant. I wonder if anything will beat that record now with coronavirus and the shutdowns. Yeah, maybe Tron. I was thinking maybe Space 220. Mm, Very true. I guess we'll see. (sighs) Let's hope not. When Test Track first opened, guests rode in test vehicles in a GM testing facility through a series of assessments to illustrate how vehicle evaluations were conducted. Test Track then closed for refurbishment in April 2012 and reopened in December of that same year. It is now sponsored by the Chevrolet brand instead of the broader General Motors company. Now, I totally remember riding this ride, the original version, and I loved all the test dummies and the black and the yellow everywhere. It was really fun. It really was. I was very skeptical when they were refurbishing it and changing it because I had just come to to love that ride. And then they were going to change it. And I was all, what's going on? But they changed it for the better, in my opinion. 
I agree. I really like the new ride, but I guess it's not so new anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into the ride that we know and love. <laughs> let's do it. The queue has a lot of artifacts relating to the ride, including a sample repair and test shop. That would be so much fun to look at for anyone that loves cars, like my two-year-old son. Oh, oh my word. My boys would flip. They're now tall enough to go on this. So the next time we go, this is a must-do. Yes. Say goodbye to Frozen Ever After for that fast pass. <laughs> I'm going to have to do uh, some, some tr- strategic planning here. <laughs> The best part of the refurbishment is now when you're going through the queue, you get to design your own car in the Chevrolet Design Studio. Now, my husband, Mike, always says how much better this ride would be if it were sponsored by Ford. (laughs) I just have to throw that out there for him. We can't think about this ride without thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's still really cool that you get to design your own car. Absolutely. And so does he, even though it's Chevy. (laughs) Now, if you are a single rider, you do not get to design your own car, unfortunately, because you zip right through this entire process. But right now with COVID, they've been skipping this part of the ride, I guess, because they would have to wipe down the screens, the touch screens between every single person that was there, and it would take too long. That's a shame. But it's just a shame. It is. Now, one thing that's really cool, and I didn't realize this until I was researching for this, When you are designing your own car, you have a set amount of time that you have to use to design this car. And that amount of time changes based on how long the wait is for the ride. So I guess when the line is longer, you have a little bit more time to design and you don't realize that you're waiting longer. Oh, that's pretty cool. Isn't it though? Yeah, I guess because you don't have to go through that design a car part in order that you went into the line. If you just rush through it and don't really care about what your car looks like, then you can go in front of the people who were in front of you before. True. So when you are designing your Chevrolet custom concept vehicle, be aware that you will be testing this on the sim track based on four criteria, capability, efficiency, responsiveness, and power. And they remind you of that as you're building it. So if you're really into the design process and wanting to make the best design that you could, which as a STEM teacher, (laughs) you certainly are, (laughs) to keep all that in mind as you go. So the ride length is about four minutes long if you don't include the part of building your car before you get on. But the average wait time is about 60 minutes. And this will come into play when we grade this ride for our rubric. Mm-hmm. Will we include the design time and the wait time or not? Hmm. Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to the actual ride. When you are in the car, you are in a mostly indoor ride with a speed trial on a track around the exterior of the building at a top speed of 64.9 miles per hour, making it the fastest Disney theme park attraction ever built. That's pretty amazing. When guests board the ride, they board a sim car and are taken through the digital testing ground of the sim track. As I said, guests can design their cars that will undergo four different tests, the capability, efficiency, responsiveness, and power tests. Throughout the ride, guests can see on an in-car screen how their individual designs perform in each test. And I think it's cool that you can be in one vehicle with your family and actually be testing two different Chevrolet custom concept vehicles at the same time. So you can have multiple kids design cars for your family. Yeah, that is really cool because you sit three by three in that car. 
So the front row can have one car that they design and check it out, and the back row can have another. So in the capability test, the car accelerates past a rain projection and skids out of control. In this section, there is a lot of speeding up and turning and things like that. The sim car then begins the efficiency test. In the first part, the sim cars are scanned for optimum eco-efficiency. The second test performs an aerodynamic test on the vehicle. And finally, hyperspectrum imaging takes place. What is hyperspectrum? Uh, What? (laughs) It's what collects and processes information from across the electromagnetic spectrum. Oh, well, thank you for putting your science hat on there, Mrs. Gabriel. Woohoo. Next is the third test, responsiveness. The sim car accelerates around hairpin turns with laser-projected trees. In the original ride, there was a truck that came out and looked like it was going to crash into you. Now, the 18-wheeler is shown with lasers. That was an interesting change, that they changed that from having the actual, well, not an actual, but a simulated car to come out to just a laser one. I wonder why they did that. Maybe the other one was too scary? Or maybe they had issues with the animatronic portion of that? Oh, yeah, you're right. That's smarter. And lights are easier to fix? Who knows? Yep. Our Imagineering friends do, but we do not. Oh, our Imagineers, we love you. (laughs) The final test is the power test, where the sim car stops for a moment, then it accelerates through flashing arches towards a wall with the ride's logo on it. Just as it reaches the wall, it does not crash. The doors split open and the car exits the building. And there is always such a rush of heat from the sun at this part. And the sun is blinding when those doors open. It really is. As we talk about it, I can almost feel the sun on my skin from this exact moment of going on this ride. (laughs) So this is where the ride gets fast and makes a complete counterclockwise circle around the ride building. And when the test is complete, the vehicle descends back into the loading station where the next rider's board. Now, after the ride, guests can see how their car did overall. They can film a commercial, race their designs, and have a picture taken with their own virtually designed vehicle with the chosen backdrop in the background. I actually have a picture of me and my nephew when we went on this ride. It is so cute. Oh, that's so cool. I like that. Thank you so much to my brother-in-law, Matt, for sending that over. (laughs) I remember back before their renovations they had actual ride vehicles that you could go in, like newest models of different cars from GM. Yeah, not Ford, Mike. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, Mike. (laughs) But yes, I did go in those vehicles. Don't tell him. All right, now time for what we would change in this ride. I think it might be cool if they ever expanded the ride to have different tracks to ride on at different times. Like maybe have the, the tests that they undergo in different orders so you're not sure exactly which track you're getting on, and which ride experience you have. That would be so cool to have slightly different experiences every time you went on. One thing that I wish that we could change about this ride is to just make it a little bit more thrilling and maybe have it go a little bit faster. I know it's the fastest ride in Walt Disney World, but you can have the same experience if you were to get a convertible and just drive on the highway. I mean, it's only 65 miles an hour. People drive faster than that a lot. (laughs) Yes, every day. (laughs) (laughs) i think that right now they need to find a way to incorporate the design a car into the my disney experience app this way guests can still do it during these covid restrictions that we have going on that would be an excellent idea and 
it wouldn't take that much energy or time from them, I think, because the coding is already done with the touchscreens. So I think it would be minor tweaks to put it onto the app. And I think that would help them to move the process along moving forward as well. If every guest can have that done already when they get up there and, mm-hmm. you know, not have that, that whole area of the queue sectioned off for just that. For sure. And the way that they did away with the interactivity in Space Mountain that we talked about a couple episodes ago, I would think that this is the direction that they're probably going to move forward to in the next couple years. Let's get on that, Imagineers. Now let's move on to the nostalgic aspect of Test Track Ride. As we mentioned before, this took over the prior attraction area from World of Motion, and they have incorporated World of Motion logos throughout the ride. They're almost like hidden Mickeys. They're all over the complex. That's really cool. I didn't know that. So next time I go, I'm going to keep an eye out for that. So a personal nostalgic piece for Test Track is from my trip in 2015. This was our first family trip with my nephews and my sister and brother-in-law. It was just such an awesome trip. And my nephews were five and seven at the time, I believe. And we just had such a great time. Both boys were able to design their own car, and we just had such an amazing experience. And I loved being able to see this ride through the eyes of a child, because when I first went on this, I was a teenager, so I didn't really get to experience it as a young kid, and it was just great. Right. See it through their eyes. That's wonderful. I have my own story with this ride as well. In 2007, I got stuck on this ride. What? Now, I told you that I love getting stuck on rides. Mm -hmm. Um, We were actually on the high-speed outdoor portion when we got stuck. So we were almost done riding at this point. And all of a sudden, the car screeches to a stop. And at this part of the ride, the track was kind of on a diagonal because of the high speed that it's going at and looping around the building. So the car was stopped on a diagonal as well. Something must have happened at a different part in the ride. And, of course, they stopped all ride vehicles as a result of that. Oh, my goodness. How crazy. I know. It really was. So we had to wait until a cast member got to us. And we were able to climb out of the vehicles and walk along that track on the outside of the building to get off of the ride. So wild. I know. It was such a cool experience. I love things like that because, you know, it's not the first time I rode the ride. And, you know, God willing, it won't be the last. (laughs) And then I can see portions of Walt Disney World that only cast members typically see. So cool. And when you get stuck like that, they give you a fast pass for something else. So it's a win-win. And they are giving these little fast passes away now, even in the age of coronavirus with no fast passes for anyone. Mm. So you can still get that. That's awesome. Yeah. Back then, uh, we didn't have these fancy schmancy smartphones that we do now. So (laughs) I remember whipping out the the good old-fashioned digital camera and snapping (laughs) some pictures when we were stuck. So I'll have to dig those out to, to post them for you guys. That would be so fun. So let's start grading on our rubric. You can find our rubric on Instagram or Facebook at Disney Honor Roll. Let's start with the queue theming. We gave this one a three on our rubric. For queue comfort, we also gave this ride a three. Now wait time versus ride length. This one was the tricky one for us. Mm-hmm. Because if you do just straight wait time, which is an average of 60 minutes, and then just the straight ride time, which is four minutes, This scores a zero on our rubric. We could include the design a car portion into the ride time, even though you're not technically riding it. It's 
an essential part of riding this ride. We're not going to include that for two reasons. First off is because when you're on the single rider line, you just skip that part entirely. So it might not actually be part of the ride itself. And secondly, because the amount of time allotted for that changes based off of how busy the ride is at that point in time. So wait time versus ride length. Sorry, test track, you get a zero. For cast member setup, this ride gets a one because there's just not a lot of interaction. And again, it's not the cast member's fault. It's just the way that the ride was designed. Yes. For ride comfort, we gave this ride a three. For ride maintenance and technology, we gave this ride a two. And it's not just because Sharon broke down on the ride. (laughs) (laughs) No, that would have bumped it up for me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it does go down a lot. Ride theming, test track gets a three. And ride extras, test track also gets a three. So that brings test track in with a total of 18 points, which gives it a B on our rubric. And even if we were to give it an extra point for the queue time, it would still get 19 points, which would still be a B. So last week, we asked for feedback about our leaderboard because we graded our first restaurant in episode six, and we wanted to know if we should keep our leaderboard separate for rides and restaurants and hotels or mush it all together. And feedback from our fans tells us that we are going to be keeping it separate. So that lands Test Track right next to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train with a B and right above Space Mountain, which came in at a C. There's also a few A's, but you'll have to go back and listen to the other episodes. Now for our quote of the day. So as you can imagine, it was a little difficult this week because Test Track doesn't really have any memorable quotes. So when we first got to discussing this, the first thing we thought of was the movie Cars. Of course. How could you not? So this quote comes from Mater in Cars 2. And now I definitely can't do a Mater voice. I wish I could, though. So I'm just going to say it. I don't know that I could either, but I I do it when we read stories anyway. So So the quote is, I sure wish he'd hurry up and get back because we got a whole summer's worth of best friend fun to make up for. Oh, Mater. And this is just so perfect because we miss our best friend, Walt Disney World, and we have to get a whole year's worth of fun to make up for this year that we've had. We sure do do we're really just once travel restrictions get lifted over here where we live (laughs) for sure (laughs) well that brings us to the end of our episode we would be honored if you shared our podcast with a fellow disney lover thank you for all of the reviews and the feedback that you've left us be sure to follow us on instagram and facebook at disney honor roll you can reach out to us there or email us at disney honor roll at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you I'm even really loving all the comments that people leave us on our Instagram posts. It's so much fun interacting with everybody. So thank you guys. It is so much fun. Thank you. And thank you for listening, everyone. Class dismissed. See See you real soon. soon.